cuerpo pesa más y más Derriquiendo en el sofá y yo, y yo Yo, what's good? Laugh Not Die Later. The realest, the rawest, the craziest, the litest, the best podcast because we speak the truth and you get the real deal. Today we got a very, 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 very special guest and uh, OG, LA OG punk head. Um, I don't know, you're, you're a lot of things. You know, you've been a part of a lot of things. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody who listens knows who you are. And um, the reason I, I really, I've been wanting to interview for a minute now is because we're from the same neighborhood, Florence Firestone, Graham, Florence Graham area. Uh, we're, uh, you're punk, you've been, you've been around, you were punk before it was popular being punk. And uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. But um, my guest today is Abe, how you doing Abe? Hey, what's up, I'm good. How was growing up in Florence? The beautiful, the beautiful neighborhood of Florence. It was really cool. I have a lot of really cool memories. Um When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, pretty hectic, pretty crazy. Growing up to immigrant parents, not having any dough, we moved around a lot, but we always did stay in like the same neighborhood, weirdly. We would move just like blocks. But yeah, it was cool. It was fun, from what I remember. To explain, uh, I guess for, the, for those who are listening, uh, Florence uh, Fire Center is, is like not, it's like, it's still South Central technically, but it's not, uh, what's the word like? It's not traditional South Central. It's not like what people think of South Central. And it's uh, crossing like Alameda. It's it's Huntington Park. So like, I want to say like, those who come from that neighborhood are not like, they're South Central, but they're not like Huntington Park. But you know, it's like, it's kind of its own thing. And I mean like, folks like, go to Pacific to like, go out, but then like, you, you know, you go to Alameda Plaza now that it's there. You know what I mean? It's like its own like little, like half of HP, the little like deep of South Central. Like it's all like kind of its own neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Which is like, I don't know, which is cool because like, I don't know a lot of people from there. You're like, when I found out you were from there, I was like, oh shit, like, that's cool because like, you don't get to like, I, I don't know a lot of people that, are, that like, have done cool punk art, like hardcore shit from that neighborhood. So it's kind of sick that you, that you've been able to like, do a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. I've had a lot of friends throughout the years and there's people that do shit from South Central LA, but maybe that specific area. Um, you're right. I don't know. It's kind of its own thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's definitely its own thing. But um, so yeah, I mean, also like like you said, uh, immigrant parents. That uh, that area, it's like kind of heavily populated by uh, a lot of immigrant parents. All all Mexican. There's I don't think there's a lot of like Central Americans. I don't want to say it's like it's very like what I, what I'm trying to say is like it's very like one sided. Yeah, like every, like when I went to Edison, when I went to like. Um, what's word, uh, when I went to like I went to Linda instead of uh, instead of Diego but like it's all kind of like the like the same people the same demographic the same way of living like there is no exposure to a lot of other things yeah that's true it's very like kind of like first gen like cholo vibe shit I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of that in that neighborhood for sure So, so explain growing up. How, like, aside from your childhood, how early, how, when did you get into punk? 
I got into punk, I don't know, I would say when I was like 11 or 12 maybe. I was just like already out skateboarding and being into like shit that I was exposed to on TV, which is like kind of like radio, like rock alternative music. But when I really was like, oh shit, Mortarhead, oh shit, like Minor Threat, or like, oh shit, like whoever, when I first started realizing what these bands were, was around maybe like 11 or 12 years old. Like through like just homies that skated, getting like a fucking mix CDRs with like just the band's Sharpie on the CD and shit, and like popping that in and being like, wow, this is fucking sick, I wanna be a part of this. I really like resonated with it, just like how angry it was or what they talked about and just the music sounded perfect to me at that point in my life. What's your parents thing being like fuck like 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 coming from Mexico and they're like my kid is into punk like were they yeah. pu- were they pushing you to do good in school were they like yeah definitely they were always like kind of like what the fuck like lower that shit or like why are you dressed so fucking crazy or like why are you getting in trouble like you know of course like like parents are that way and they definitely were like that towards me how, how early on did you start like from get, as soon as you got into punk you started dressing crazy or uh yeah a little bit yeah yeah i would like 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 my favorite band throw that patch on my fucking dicky shorts and my fucking like docks and shit i don't know i was like had probably pretty bad style but definitely wanted to look punk you know i wanted people to know that i was into punk mm. And uh, and how was how was at the time being from a I guess I don't know best way to put it like a ghetto neighborhood like fools like looking at you having patches and yeah yeah that, I think that's why I wanted to dress crazy because like on the streets on the walks home from school shit like that of course I would get like fucking talked shit on or people would try to press me and stuff like that and it would happen all the time but I just was like y'all don't get it like this is the coolest fucking shit ever and you know like once I went to the skate spot with all my homies we all dressed the same and we all were getting into the same music and just bumping music at the skate spot shout out Roosevelt Park shout out Roosevelt yeah, Park yeah I used to skate there with where there was like there was this like like plaza thing in the back that had all these ledges and we would go back there and skate and it was kind of like low key and people would go there to smoke weed and just hang out and skate and we'll be bumping it was fucking fun and you know that made it all worth it like people you know making fun of me for wearing tight pants or like just people calling me a faggot or whatever the fuck it was all worth it when I was with all my homies skating and it just felt like like I really wanted to be part of this skate punk community and yeah the rest is history I'm still a punk (laughs) I can't really skate no more because my knees fucked but definitely still love punk music Straight up, like, straight up, like, Roosevelt Park, if Roosevelt Park had, like, it could talk, the stories that, that, like, there's so many stories, like, there's so many things happening, like, so, like, I mean, like, we started, like, when we started, hang, like, going out, I started hanging out, it was, like, Roosevelt Park, like, I feel like everybody from that area, like, 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 Roosevelt Park was a spot, like, so, like, it's crazy, it's, it's, it's cool that you brought it up, because, like, that's cool, like, uh, that's, like, a, such a crucial part to, like, fools that grew up there, like, like, I mean, like, like probably like eight stories that were being told like every single day you know what I mean like yeah, like crazy. well the skate kids like the mom you know what I mean like just so like so many things like 
Yeah, shout out to Roosevelt Park. But, yeah, um, even when I was a kid and I was skating there, there was like older heads would come in. Like I used to skate. There was a bowl. Like there was like a swimming pool bowl thing right next to the new skate park. That like fools in the like late eighties, early nineties would like skate there. Damn, how long has Roosevelt Park been there? I don't know, but yeah, like old heads would tell me that fools would skate this like pool that's right by the new skate park. There was like a little bowl pool thing there that fools would skate like in the eighties. Crazy shit. I mean, like yeah, I uh, I, <clears throat> I went through all my stages of life there. Like I started playing soccer there when I was a kid. Sick. Then I started going to sc- like what? Started going to school. Then I started going out there. Then I started like. Like then, like late night walks from like going taking the train to going home. I mean, like yeah. that's crazy. No, yeah, there was a time where literally get home from school in middle school, take off my uniform, fucking put my skate tee on, walk up towards the bridge that goes over the train tracks, go over the train tracks, go s- skate till like eight or nine, just like rough. Oh, wait, did you go through that little pathway? Yeah, the, the little, little the tiny. I, yeah. I lived right next to that little alley, like right. On seventy six, and I forget what that street is, but yeah. Yeah, do I? Uh, I took I took my moped through there recently because I just went through that neighborhood to reminisce, and then I was like, oh yeah, the little alley, and I rode through it. It's fucking sketchy and like, it's really fucking narrow and weird as fuck. It's not really an alley. It's just like, it is an like alley, a but a mini alley. Yeah, like it's a very crazy. I wonder how much shit has happened. Dude, a ton for sure. Yeah, damn. But um. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, do you uh, so being so, what 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 middle school you go to? Uh, I kind of moved around, but the last middle school that I was at was uh, Edison Middle School. Edison, yeah, ghetto. Yeah. My mom lives right. <laughs> my mom lives right by there, fucking now. So she lives like right in that area. Tell me, you got some stories from Edison? I know I've heard stories like when I went there. I do when I went there. It wasn't like, but I had dude. I got to the story. This one time. This man, this like Spanish kid, he was like, he would like talk a lot of shit. Like he would say like a bunch of shit like in English, but he didn't know what to say. It's like you, he, he like he just would talk shit for the sake of talking shit. Yeah. And I remember one time we were like, you know the the big ass uh, the what's it called the is it the locker room the, the, the you know like uh, the big ass like pathway. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Like and then you go in, it's like it looks like a hall. So you, we would we all were, like they were like letting us in. It's like you guys been bad. So we like run in like everybody for some reason starts running in. And then like everybody like rushes it, you know. There's like the cage, you know, like the cage where you put your backpacks. I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Folks started throwing their shit out, like started like 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 uh, throwing the trash can from on top of there, and folks just started fighting. And then this like this kid gets like the, the, that kid gets knocked out, and then like everybody's like, oh, like you know, like like in the movies, like going like like from the top of the locker, like it was prison, like just like oh shit, and like everybody stops. And then, they, and then, like, the teachers come and, like, they're like, well, we don't want to touch the kid because, you know, I'm going to get sued. So, like, they grab it, like, they, like the teacher goes outside, comes back with, like, a, a, a tree branch, and I starts poking him. What the <laughs> Yeah, like, like, to see if he was, like, to see if he was, like, you know, like, alive. alive. And then, like, they're poking him. And then they just, and they drag him out, like, to the nurse. So, like, I, I don't know, shit like that, that shows, like, it's just funny. But, uh, yeah, no, definitely. I, I remember, for sure, many fights and stuff like that. And then I remember ditching in middle school and then, you know, throughout life, I've kind of, like, told people, is that normal? And they're like, not in middle school. I ditched in high school. And I'm like, yeah, dude, we used to jump out of the school and go skate. And they never even noticed. Like, what the fuck? That was weird. So, yeah, anyway, it was pretty, 
a free. You could do whatever the fuck you want at that school. You know, you could, school, you it was like smoke, big too. Yeah, you could smoke weed in the restrooms. You could ditch. No one gave a fuck. Really, <laughs> that shit. Yeah. I remember it. I like that shit. I think I don't know if it made it like, but the, well, there's one teacher. This girl trying to shit the teacher, and then the teacher grabs her and like slams her on the floor. And he was like a big teacher, like like wrestling style. Oh, we just shit. grabbed her, and, like boom, and I guess she like like it was so bad. You know, like when you like you ever like fallen or gotten hit that like that like you kind of like you're like. Like your voice becomes shaky Like It was like You know about a cry Like I guess oh, the girl yeah. was like uh, Like oh, She got like slammed on the floor Like that shit was ghetto Yeah And then after that I went to Fremont High School So that shit was pretty crazy over there Where's Fremont? That Uh So Uh so San Pedro Um 76 in San Pedro around there Anyway Oh okay. It was one of the like I remember throughout my whole high school years, it was one of the lowest grading schools in all of LAUSD. So they would always be like, you guys want to keep like being the worst schools, you know, like under us was like Locke and then it was us. And then it was just like, everyone had beef with everyone. Like every like different like genre, like if you were like a paisa fool or if you were like a little cholo or if you were a punk, or like if you were just like, at that time there was like the greasers were called something else, but like, everyone had beef with everyone it was so segregated and then yeah it was like racially like the beef was like racial too and then it even went it was so crazy that it even went to like that school had the track system where it's kind of like there's way too many students so they they do vacations not just on in the summer they you do like two tracks are in at every time and one track is out so there was a b and c i believe and then weirdly people had beef over that like i remember b track i was b track b track and c track would fight like they didn't get along it was fucking it was crazy there was a lot of fighting and a lot they of ever had a race shit. riot in your in your school yeah definitely i'll ex- i want you to explain what a race riot is to those who are listening well at fremont high school it's like mostly it, at the time it was mostly like mexican kids or like kind of more like latino kind of kids but then there was also like like black kids and for some reason you know well now knowing now what i know because of like how it is in prisons and institutionally like for some reason they just like weren't getting along and there would sometimes just like little fights would just turn into big fights and there was a lot of tension and then all right today during lunch we're just gonna meet in the quad and we're just gonna have a rumble so everybody would just like straight like gladiator style just one side on the other side and then just like go and like no one could stop it like everyone would just stand on the sidelines waiting for that shit to stop and then um yeah i remember there was a couple of those for sure and then of course like the walkouts there was always we had like, walk- that's the one yeah there was happened. always tons of them for like everything because there was everything was just so fucked and corrupt and insane and like students were like woke to it so people would just like walk out and just bounce you know I was like I don't know a lot of crazy shit happened at that school for sure but I mean that school is one of the oldest schools I think in uh, like in southern like south LA or whatever it's been there for fucking ever it's near the south park part right the south park park or am I not sure which park is that you know where I used to that's where I used to where I was at my children wait they're for like around the other house no no. Uh, never um, there, there's like pictures on the internet of fools getting dropped off with like a horse and carriage. Like it's been there since then, like since like the 20s or 30s or some crazy shit. Damn. Yeah, and then like 
also knowing what I know now, John C. Fremont was like a fucking psycho, like evil fucking explorer, whatever the fuck you call that. He like came west and was like just fucking up a lot of like Native American people and just like being really brutal psycho man. So it you know And then you got a school where like yeah. where like low income minorities are like suffering from their product, from their environment. Yeah, definitely. I think it all just kinda was like a perfect crazy school there should be like a movie about that probably <laughs> about the school yeah it reminds me fuck what was that movie called it reminds me of the ah fuck never mind I know there's movies I'm, there's like you know, some like hood related movies or like hood-esque movies of like that try to represent that but I mean yeah like I mean it's just kind of like sometimes I like look at it it's kind of like funny sometimes like just thinking about those things but like it's kind of fucked up because now that you're, you're right I, didn't, I never thought about it like that like it's kind of like prison yeah, yeah like, like so maybe I didn't have older brothers that gangbanged or anything but looking back at it I'm sure some of these kids had older brothers that gangbanged and they have beef with you know like like other gangs that were of like the opposite race quote unquote because like we were all in the same boat we were all like in the same shit but you needed someone to blame I guess at that time and then if you had older brothers in prison, in prison, it's segregated, and I think people just like, already just, young people saw older people, or their older brothers, or their parents, um, like with that mentality, I guess, and maybe it just like trickled down to young people too, which is sad and it's fucked, and I hope it's different now, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, I know it's not in prisons, but I hope it's different in schools and stuff. No, yeah, and you're definitely right, because even when I started going, like, there was still the walkouts, there was still, like, fights, but, like, I want to say it wasn't, like, as bad, like, when, like, you know, yeah. like, like a lot of my older cousins were, like, yeah, like, I got my, like, chain, like, stolen, like, I got, like, jumped here, I got, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't as bad, like, I, like, kind of, like, don't get me wrong, like, there was, like, situations where, like, I had to, like, probably, like, not be as nice, but, like, it wasn't, like, to the point where, like, you had to be, like, you know because I mean? then that, that just shapes you in real life, you know what I mean, like, them fools are, like, like it, it, it sucks because like I was even you know that I let me to swap me like I was I was walking by there like I get like I get like what's it called like emotion every time I walk around there because like my dad my mom my aunt like a lot of a lot of folks that I know work there but I walk around there I'm like damn and these walls could talk oh. just because like like how many like immigrants I've come here and like and it's like it sucks because like fuck I'm sorry crying no no but um like like for example like like uh, my like my my coworker that I work around, she's like an older lady. I work at a like you know with immigrants, and she was talking about how when she was ten, her dad got killed because you know he started having bread in Guatemala, and you know Fosala they killed him, and then you know they end up living there for their lives, and then they end up having to move to the U.S. Some of her and her brothers, and her brother now works in a factory where he works like six days a week, like like from like I think like her like it was like some ridiculous like hours like 5 in the morning to like 12 in the night and like he has to like he only sleeps like 4 hours mm-hmm. and he like goes to a hotel near and he saves up bread to go back to Guatemala one day yeah. and I'm like that's just one example of like of like this whole like literally like it's just like they've never had like a lot of immigrants a lot of like people like Raza or whatever like has never had a break in life you know what I mean like this whole went from like is dad being killed at 10 for having bread to like you know like being the man of the house to like now working at a factory because guess what you're illegal you have you you have to work those things you know what I mean so where are you gonna go where are you gonna complain where are you gonna sue you have you're, you're like 
not having a social security number in the in the U.S. is like you're nobody. That's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I mean, you're also queer. So how's how's that like? Like uh, growing. I mean, being punk is one thing, but being queer in the hood, especially. Yeah. I mean, still being queer in the hood. I don't. I don't. I want to say like that's one of the few things that haven't that hasn't really? changed. Yeah. I mean. To be honest, I was, like, pretty low-key about it. I was, like, DL about it for most of my, like, younger teen years because I was just, like, nope, I got to be careful who I, like, share this with, you know, because because definitely because of that, like, like fights and just getting, getting, like, punked or whatever early on was always, like, oh, like, they always were, like, using, like, faggot and things like that so i was like dude i gotta like not really like be out there like that to as protection basically so because yeah at that time it was i feel like it was really there was like a lot of homophobia definitely in young people and and adults too and like parents and just everybody was just like that's the worst thing you can't be gay you can't be gay so i was just always like low-key about who i told you know i mean it was probably mad obvious but I was just like pretty chill, like pretty like not as flamboyant per se. Was there any examples that you can think of off the top of your head that you were like you saw that or that happened to that person and then you're like I cannot say this? Yeah, definitely there was in Fremont actually in high school there was like the out gay kid and like they couldn't really hang out with everyone else during the breaks, during lunch or whatever. They had to like go kick it in this class where the teacher hangs out with you because it was just when every time they would walk in the hallways or out in the in the courtyard area people would like throw stuff at them or just like laugh and talk so much shit and it was so heartbreaking that like I just felt like oh fuck dude like that would happen to me if I if I'm out so I gotta like keep this low key you know so yeah it's really it was really hard seeing that I did hear like I like like it wasn't common, it wasn't like fucking, but it was like a, like one you would hear like one or two stories of like fools getting killed because of that, oh, and, and not and like and p- people will make it seem like it wasn't because the, the person was gay because like you would hear stories like from like oh they would get their sh- like oh it was about their shoes they wanted their shoes but like mm-hmm. it was like oh that fool just happened to be gay you know what I mean it's like a lot of that shit were like no like that person got killed because like they people knew he was gay like you would hear a lot of stories like that. Yeah, definitely. I think because, like, maybe Mexican families, like, and re- stemming from religion was always just, like, I think it's just always, like, oh, yeah, being gay is wrong, being gay is, like, evil, or, like, things like that. And I think maybe a young, or people just kind of, like, can't really accept, couldn't really accept it at the time. And it, it definitely was was a tough time. I mean, what sucks is that, like, like, I, I don't think it was religion. I, it is religion, but I think it's more, even my mom said it, it's like, it's more like, what are people going to say? Yeah. Like, me- like no, no diss, like, it's not against, like, all, oh, but Mexicans really care about, like, all, like, you know, like, yeah, like true. more than, I guess, most cultures. Yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. But, um, what'd your parents think? Um, well. Were your parents they, supportive? They, were they, yeah, like, they were supportive, and I feel like when I finally was just like, yo, like, I'm gay, they're like, oh, we knew all along. Like, you were just like, as a baby, like, you were, yeah, you were definitely gay. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, all right, we're good with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, that's really, that must be sick, like, for, yeah, for like, really Mexican cool. full 
parents from Mexico to be supportive. Yeah, hell yeah, it's really cool. Shout out, my mom's is super fucking cool. She's like really like kind of like hippie alternative. Like she's really like woke per se. She's dope as fuck. Yeah. Your mom's like been woke since Mexico, or she just kind of became. I mean, she kind of became like she weirdly just kind of like was questions things, and she's just like she's cool. She's cool. Yeah, she's really nasty? supportive. Um. It, it was different with my dad like that fool was like not really a, like cool with it just more like don't ask don't tell just like keep it like he doesn't want to hear about it you know but he left like when when i was very young too so we never even really got maria del barrio we never really got full we never really got like full like I don't know. He he bounced, so I don't I don't even know like what. You, yeah, yeah, you know, you don't you beef with no, not beef with, but you don't. Yeah, yeah, know. I don't fuck I don't fuck with him. He's he's pretty wild and shit. He's yeah, he wildin'. <laughs> yeah. Say yeah. so, so how how was going like how'd you what was your first tour like like being out of Florence being out of like being out of the neighborhood being like damn I want to see the world especially with no internet back then so you can't even Google the images of like how the fuck does this place live yeah no I feel like like my older brother was playing in backyard punk bands and stuff already and then our neighbor was like yo let's start a band the hardcore band we'll play really fast like we'll try to play as fast as the locust or some crazy the shit thing. so we would hang out in the garage and just like everyone scrapped up like equipment from wherever we could and we kind of put together some equipment and we started a band really early on like i was still in high school when we did our first tour it was pretty crazy so, yeah, yeah you we, didn't go to you just like dropped out of school or no no we just like like during like vacations we would take like a like a go up to the Pacific Northwest and back down and shit like that and how would you book shows? Um at the time there was internet. We were like oh, there was I internet. think on on MySpace or Facebook, one of those. Maybe MySpace, I yeah. yeah. Or AIM, shout out AIM, AOL, instant messenger or some I never shit. Heard of that one. Yeah, it's like well that's old school. But yeah, you, you were able to communicate with other punks in different areas and the drummer to that band is like a bit older than me so he was already he would be the the band dad and kind of like organize everything and get us all like in a van and on the tours and stuff and would you uh, how explain that feeling of like like just i mean no diss like this is this doesn't sound like hella like ignorant but like like when i start going to hardcore shows like like even in la like like it was my first time like seeing like a bunch of white people in the same room or like seeing other races because like like growing up like i only saw mexicans in black and like you know like seeing like i remember like even like i have memories of like when i was a baby like going to the yards like like las yardas but like in foreign neighborhoods to like buy stuff for the house yeah. like for like for cheap and like seeing white people and be like oh shit like like my, my in my head i was like oh all white people are rich yeah. or like or just like feeling like that way or feeling like very like disconnected from like the outside world because like i was going to 1720s like not far you been to 1720? No. Never been to 1720? Damn, like it's like the venue downtown, but it's like not far. It's like going down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where it's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like, like off Alameda and like under the fucking freeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, even going then, it was like, like, oh shit, like, yeah. like, it's weird, like, that I'm like with these other people. So, how was that for you? Um, I remember some of the first, like, the first tours being super nervous and being scared and like being like, what the heck are we doing? Like, I didn't know that that was a thing that bands did. And definitely, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, a lot of the, like, 
a lot some of the early tours or a lot of the early tours it was like mostly like white people that kind of attended the shows or like help organize the shows but for the most part i had like pretty chill experiences and you know we were lucky because we were just out like by ourselves and we're all young as shit but people like took care of us and that's the beauty beautiful part i think about like the punk scene or hardcore scene that it is like a network you know like till this day like you know what i mean like people know other people in other towns and they recommend them or they're like vouch for them and yeah yeah they're cool they'll take care of you and i feel like that's a beautiful thing that I saw in punk that there was like definitely like a network of friends and it was bigger than South LA or bigger than LA and it's like international and even global and yeah I would like we for the most part didn't have too many weird like problems or anything the tours were like fucking great and people were like super friendly and chill and I learned a lot, like, kind of, like, you know, I was, like, vegetarian when I was a little kid for a sec, just being, like, yo, this is, like, an alternative way, like, to, like, not fucking, you know, like, eat meat and, like, be more healthy or, like, also just, like, be more conscious of, like, the environment and the world we live in and shit like that and, you know, like, there was things that came out of it, like, positive things that were really cool and just experiencing like other cultures just like just like chatting with other people different lifestyles like it was, it was fucking cool and it was a great learning experience and shit and i definitely was like super into it and after our first tours we just like toured a bunch and even went like overseas for a couple shows and did a bunch of cool shit where'd so, you go overseas uh, we, we hit like Japan when I was like 19. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. And maybe, yeah, I was like 19, 20 or something. Like early 20, I don't know. I was young as shit, but we hit Japan and we got like a bullet train fucking pass. So we did the whole ass island from like north to south and met a bunch of people that I'm still friends with to this day. So that shows cool. That's like, just things like that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. What else, where else did you play overseas? Um, we went to like Brazil and Argentina and shit. Wow. Yeah, and Uruguay. And that's about it. Well, I mean, like now, like I've gone to like fucking Mexico a few times and Canada. Oh, yeah. The the band back in the day went to Canada. And, like, I don't know. We've, we've been like around. Like I did like some. Yeah. It's, yeah that's inspiring as fuck. Like yeah. just being like from Florence at 19, like and going to fucking Japan and Brazil. That's. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. Honestly, like, like being in a band was fucking really cool growing up because there was always something to look forward to. Or like, well, or like, all right, at the end of the year, we're gonna like be on this trip, so you know, I'll be like hustling and you know, saving up and getting ready, and it was just like really cool. Yeah, yeah. it was like it was badass. Yeah. And how was your life leading up to like being nineteen or being like in your early twenties? What was uh did you go to did you go to college did you drop did you finish high school no i i graduated from high school and i i weirdly moved to the bay for like almost a year because i was like i'm just gonna live out there because it's there was already a lot there was already a lot going on like in the hood with like kind of just like beef and drama within the punk scene like a lot of like fights at the gigs and just friends having problems with each other and just shit like that and I wanted to take a break and I moved to the bay 
to Oakland to kind of go hang out with my brother because he was in college there and I just stayed there for a little while and then when I came back I was like all right I'm gonna like go to college or get a job and shit like that and just figuring that out took a little second and I just like wasn't feeling comfortable living at my mom's house anymore after like leaving for a year coming back felt weird so I just like got together with some friends and fucking moved into a pad and then just like started screen printing really heavy and then just kind of like was self-employed ever since basically you've never had a job since like a like an I've had jobs i've had jobs but like not really for very long because you don't want to because it doesn't work out or, or sometimes i would get like a job that seemed like it paid good and then i would like work till like the first check and then i'll be like what the fuck is this <laughs> of like hustled this out with a few print jobs or a few flyer commissions or whatever you know I just would like freak out as to like how low like people get paid basically so yeah and like not that I get paid a lot but like or not that I make a lot of money I, I kind of just get by and I'm not a very like what's the word I'm not super like into too many things I just like as long as I could cover my bills and eat and be chill you know that that's enough for me but I just felt like I loved the freedom of just working for myself and just making my own schedules and just like like working at my own pace like like if I really need a hustle for something I'll just go super hard and crazy and then if I just kind of feel like I need a break I'll just slow down a little bit but just having that freedom feels really good I guess and I don't get me wrong, I'm not opposed to working. Sometimes I do just like get little odd jobs, but just for a little while to just take a little break from the from the screen printer hustler shit to just like feel more stable, but never for very long, basically. So it seems like you have like a very comfy life, like 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 with everything, like not. <laughs> Do you think you would, like, let's say someone offered you tomorrow, like, like, work for me, like, and the job feels like, and the job is comfortable. Yeah. Would you, like, would you, like, trade it in for your, like, freedom? Um, like, I've worked, even recently, like, last year, I did, like, a whole summer job that was, like, three months. But, like, you know, since the beginning, there was, like, meetings about, like, yeah, but I'm my own boss, and I'm, like, I need to make my own things, so I would work for you seasonally. So, like, things like that I have taken on, and I do take on, but I don't know if I could, like, just fully work for somebody else, because I'm, I'm really just trying to build my own shit and just make myself okay enough where I could even probably hire homies and, like, get people on board to like build something for ourselves or build like a nicer shop and like be able to hire my friends and just things like that so ultimate goal is always trying to build this bigger so that I could bring people along with me working for yourself and like being doing like doing everything for yourself meaning you have to control your own money like you're not having a steady like income you have to be good with working money but I think one one thing I've realized is that like a lot of like coming from a like I guess poor background or a lower income community, like money money becomes a disease because like like for me for example like or like you even just people like when they 
like you see hood fools wearing Jordans, like or like having to have nice clothes, where they're like, whether it's stolen, whether it's however they fucking get it, this, it's not the point. It's like they need the clothes, or they need to like you know like Bice having the nice truck and like yeah. and you know like or like you know you hear like Mexican fools growing up like like not like oh que el tenis, tenis limpios like you have to look good like presentable like it becomes like a I guess a disease in itself of like. Like, you come from nothing and you want as much as money as possible. And you have this, like, what's the commentality of, like, like money before anything. or You know what I mean? Like, those, like, cheesy, like, I guess, quotes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. No, but I feel, I, I feel like, like, I've, I know, I know people in that realm or things like that. But I definitely, like, I work, I work a lot, but I just work for it to be enough for me to just sustain myself and try to grow slowly, not too fast, for me to be able to help other people out. And yeah, nah, dude, I I really don't care about being flashy or buying too much shit. You know, here and there, I like to travel a little bit, but yeah, I just ba barely, like, as long as I can make enough to sustain myself, like, that's chill. And um, yeah, and like the screen printing shit, that's like, in seasons and it fluctuates sometimes it's really good and you 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 have a lot of work and then sometimes it's just like really slow and you know it's just it just depends on how how it is at the moment but yeah my money is pretty whack you know i i think like a community is way more valuable you know or like a really a good friendship with someone or or just like health and everything else like mental health physical health and like all, everything is way more valuable than fucking money like you know fixing relationships with family members things like that like i i don't know money's pretty whack and it is the fucking root of all evil and it fucks a lot of people up and a lot of relationships up and yeah fuck that i just want to make enough just to sustain myself and and hopefully eventually help friends out too so yeah that was beautiful what, what do you like you're a, I mean you're a humble dude like you're a nice person like I think almost everybody could say like has always has good things to say about you what do you think who is there a person I mean besides like punk ethics and besides punk is there a person or a thing that like you think helped you shape a lot in the way in your personality um shit yeah there definitely has been a lot of people that have shaped me and my personality for sure but, but what do you think has been the most like like has like ingrained a lot in you fuck um I don't know that's a hard question to think of off the top of my head but um definitely just honestly growing up in, in the punk scene like my my homies that have been there since the beginning and saw this Thing grow from nothing and that have supported like a bunch of homies would come and buy t-shirts from me when I was just like working from the back of my brother's shop and like just like people that just like came to my shows with my bands and just like the punk scene in general for teaching me alternative ways to like live or think you know and I feel like like record inserts and shit like that had a lot to do with it just reading lyrics to things and thinking about different ways in which I can live my life 
outside of like the norm or outside of like really hyper capitalistic shit or outside of like like these like like oppressive like ideals of like the perfect fucking utopian like places that are exclusive you know like just living outside of all of that and really having my own way of thinking and my own like my own ideas and my own values and all that shit like I definitely think that that came from a lot of the punk shit that I grew up in and like from a lot of homies that have came and gone in my life like definitely it's been a community effort not just like one person or like one musician that I really loved or like one friend that really that really like put me on it was more like a whole ass community effort basically and that's why I feel like I owe so much to like the punk scene and and shit like that because I feel like the whole ass punk world has definitely shaped me and in the way that I live my life and the way that I think Punk, 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 punk forever. <laughs> All right, you ready to wrap this up? Yeah. Uh, you ready to wrap this up? Yeah. Let's do this or that, and then uh, before we do this or that, anything else you want to say? What's this or that? Uh, this or that's where I'm gonna be like uh, Metallic or Slayer, and you're like Slayer, and like you know we just do oh, it okay, quick. Okay. All right, but uh, anything else you want to say? When does this drop? Whenever that, whenever you want me to drop it. Because I wanted to like maybe talk about the show a little bit. Oh right, yeah, go ahead, talk about the show. Um. Oh yeah, uh, I'm having a, I'm having a show, like right near the Florence station at LA Unplugged, on Sunday. If this drops by then, please come out and see it. Um, it's like I'm showing six new works that I've been putting a lot of work and effort into. They're paintings that have like screen printing on them, and um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. I feel like this show is just like like a culmination of just everything growing up in that area and punk and skating and my whole ass life so I put a, I poured a lot of like love and effort into it and I would love to see a bunch of homies come out and check it out it'll be on view all month but the opening is um the 24th September 24th from 12 to 6 Sick. Right there, yeah. right, right down the street from the crib. Yeah, but pull up and sick. Uh, let's do this and wrap this up. Okay. So, damn right. Coke, orange soda. Orange soda, Fanta. <laughs> Fanta. <laughs> Target. And Target or Walmart. Uh, I don't shop at either of those, but which one would be the lesser of all evil? Maybe, no, neither. I got kicked out of Walmart recently, so uh, Target. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Slayer Metallica. Uh, f- Slayer, of course. The Addicts or Coxbar? Damn, that's a tough one. Oh no, do I have to choose? Can I be both? Oh, we'll, we'll give you a pass. Both. Both. <laughs> uh, Gizm or Gauze? Uh, Gizm. Rest in peace, Kevin. Rest in peace. Dead side or the sexual? Fuck. You know what? I grew up listening to Death Side way more, so Death Side. Death Side. 
Elmo or Barney? Elmo. I think that's it. Oh, I think that's it. But uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Thank uh, you guys for thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Later.